to the Wealth and Purpose podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. I can't believe it, but we are just rounding the corner on the one-year anniversary of this podcast, OMG. I love the fact that this is something that I have been able to create without any strings attached to it. I don't know if you've ever felt that way in life, but it seems that when we become grown-ups, everything has to have a purpose that's provable. I think artists, you know, really prolific artists maybe don't have the same issue those that create, you know, that write without worrying about the contract or create art without worrying about the buyer. I think there are some select few inspired beings out there, but I am not one of them. I, as much as I follow spirit and I encourage all my clients to allow their intuition and their soul to lead them, something I've always encouraged my clients and my friends and my loved ones to do is create a plan and stick to the plan, not because following a plan is the most important thing. It's because the plan helps your brain feel safe. Well, the downside of that and the reason that, you know, I would say hyper-spiritual teachers, which I don't consider myself to be, but those that kind of go on the really far side of the woo kind of say, you know, just follow the flow. And, 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 you know, I kind of find the middle ground there. And I think what they've tapped into is the understanding that they're really you know, that the flow is to be trusted. And it's not that I don't understand that. And I 100% believe it. Where I'm a little different is that because I've studied psychology and I understand how the brain works, I just am always conscious of making sure that the brain gets what it needs so it doesn't block the abundance coming to us. But the downside of that brain understanding is that I can end up getting really attached to outcomes. And this podcast is one place where that didn't happen. When my producer, Phyllis, first introduced the idea of me of do, to me of doing a podcast, I uh, hesitated at first, but I really felt the call in my soul to do this. And when I looked at doing it, I asked myself what it needed to be in order for me to feel really, for it to feel free and easy. Because if you have a business and you've ever followed, you know, the teachings that I give around business, I say, don't have any more than three marketing channels that you're managing yourself. If you have people managing them for you, that's different. And, and for the most part, my producer, Phyllis Nichols and her team, they really do handle most of the work here. And the huge shout out to her. If you're ever um, considering doing a podcast or you've been doing your podcast and you want to hand it over to someone, definitely you want to look at Phyllis and her team and, and we'll put a link to her team's information and how to talk to her about working with her in the um, show notes. But when I was thinking about doing this, what I decided was this 
this could be a marketing channel from the perspective of just, you know, getting my thoughts and my brand out there. But what I most wanted to do was just have this outlet for this agendaless information that was coming through me. You know, constantly my team of light, the beings on the other side of the veil are just always feeding me inspiration and and showing me like cool things in the world and how they connect together. And, and they're the things that I love talking about when I'm with someone and saying, hey, you know what happened today? And, and telling them about the connections that had happened. And people found those stories to be really helpful and comforting. And so that's really what I wanted this to be in connection with understanding that good people really need to make more money and have a full experience of wealth on the planet if we're going to balance the world, because the reality is that that wealth and money, when it's achieved in balance with all the other life goals, really does allow us to balance things in many other places. And, and you know, just at a high level, the poverty on the planet, war, violence, all of those things, when money is put towards love-fueled goals, balance really starts to happen. And so, I just decided if I could just use this podcast to spread ideas around this, that it's okay to create wealth with purpose and share the stories that found me on my journey, that that would be great. And I did not attach any other outcome to this other than for me to show up fully. And here we are at a year mark. And and Phyllis was telling me, you know, Patty, only, I forget what the stat was, but I want to say 8% of people make it to the one-year mark. And that was fascinating to me because this has been a really easy, easy part of my business. And there have been so many wonderful things that have come from it. You know, stats aside, which apparently my stats are pretty good on this podcast, but again, I don't pay that much attention to them. I will regularly meet someone at an event that tells me, oh, and I'd never met them in person and they'll say, I've been binge listening to your podcast and it just lifts my spirit and it makes me feel good and it and it makes me happy and then there's been other people who have chosen to work with me because of this podcast and I love that I love that it helps grow my business but the thing that it that really fills my heart is when when a story I've shared or a guest that I've brought to our listeners attention shift something for someone, especially when they're in a, in a difficult place or in an uninspired place and it shifts them into inspiration. It shifts them into hope. It shifts them into something really amazing. That's where I feel like completely filled and my heart is so full. As I was thinking about that though, I was curious why in, I felt the desire, or I felt the permission to make this easy on myself. And I think it came down to the fact that I wouldn't have done it unless I could figure out how to make it easy. So that was part of the agreement the human and the soul of me made with, our, with myself. That being said, I was just at an event yesterday. And by the time this drops, it'll be a few days ago. And it was my friend Sherry Teigman just hosted Making of a Maverick workshop in New York City, which was amazing. And throughout the workshop, she was asking participants, me included, you know, what would it take for you to believe this could be easy? What would it take for you to allow this to be easy? And she asked that question over and over again because it was clear that most of us 
will not allow in the good things that come to us if it comes to us easily. That's so fascinating, isn't it? And I am someone that did, no matter what I, I may preach here on this podcast, or if you know me in other realms, I still have it hardwired into me to make things hard on myself. I do it on, I still do it on a regular basis. The difference is I catch myself and I correct, but the hardwire impulse is there and I'm working on it. I'm working on releasing it, but it's really fascinating to watch it in myself and in others. And this came really, this point was driven home to me uh, especially since my dad has passed and I've been talking about the signs he sends and the podcast I did a few weeks ago about signs, I have gotten so much feedback on it and people telling me the signs they're getting or that they wish they got signs. And I think we all really need that affirmation from the other side of the veil to know that we're not alone. And so often the reason we don't get the signs we want is because they came too easily. And that to me is always fascinating. Even with the signs my father is sending me, in particular in the last couple of weeks, I've had a really hard time letting them in because they have been so prolific and have just fallen into my lap. I mean, I was headed to Sherry's event the other day or yesterday, the other day, based on when you are listening to this. And I got into the room and for some reason, driving to the event, my dad's present, presence was really there with me. He wasn't speaking to me. It was just the love he felt for me was really there. And when I got to the room, Sherry's parents were in the room. In particular, her father is the type of person that tears up the way I do. And when I looked at him, I saw the way my dad used to look at me at my events. And Sherry's dad being there for her, both her parents being there for her, were about her, of course. But I felt my dad showing me his love in another person. And as soon as I thought that, I turned around to say hello to my other friend who was there from Ireland. And my dad was very proud of his Irish roots. So I turned around, saw my friend Patricia, gave her a big hug. And as I pulled away from the hug, I sort of gasped because she was wearing a necklace that another friend had given to me right after my dad died. And it was a large circle with a small circle uh, joined. And when I received the necklace, it came with a message about the father-daughter bond. And so there she was wearing this necklace that matched a feeling I was having in that moment. And it was just, it was so fluid and so there wrapped around me that I could find, I found myself almost second guessing it. And if you didn't hear my podcast where I talked about the signs I got from my dad when we went to his 90th, what would have been his 90th birthday celebration, go back and listen to that podcast. But one of the things that happened was when we went to the bar, the ingredients for his favorite drink were there in a very specific way. Now that's kind of like in your face sign. I had no problem accepting that one. But this other one, I did. And I just am watching myself through this process, just seeing it's so curious to me why I make this so hard. The willingness to accept the love 
and the, all the goodness that's there for me. There's some other stuff going on with my dad's estate and everything is just falling into place. And it's easy where everyone told me it would be hard. It's just easy. And I have to do a lot of work. <laughs> I know I talk about not doing work, but I really am doing a lot of inner work on really allowing this because I know that this going so easily is my dad's gift to me and allowing it in is part of me growing. And I'm telling you this because we all are on that journey, right? Allowing in all that love is is part of the, the journey. In fact, when my mother crossed over, about six months after my mother crossed over, I was in my bed crying, feeling so sad. There were some really devastating things that had gone on in my life on that particular day. And I just was asking God, like, why? Why did things have to be so hard in that particular moment? Those things that were going on were seemed almost cruel. And my mom came to me and in that moment, and she said, it could be so much easier, Patty. It could be so much easier. And she said, where I am now, I am able to feel all the love you had for me and all the love other people had for me. And I didn't feel it while I was on the planet. I didn't feel it as a human. And she felt a lot of love for me. I've told this story before. She felt it. Like it wasn't like we had a difficult relationship, but she didn't feel the breath of it. And certainly not the breath of the divine's love for her, you know, that unconditional love. She didn't experience that until she was out of the human form. But she told me, like, I had access to it. And if I let it in, things would start to become easier. And that was my journey. And and it's been my journey since she passed, which was seven years ago. And certainly my father's passing has really sort of (laughs) up-leveled what I've been doing with that. And so now, because of all of the conversation around signs, a lot of my clients are talking to me about signs. And since I'm talking to them on a regular basis, it's fascinating to me that they're insisting they're not getting the signs they want. And one client in particular, I'll tell you the story around hers because it doesn't, I can tell you the story without really revealing a lot of deep details. And I can't tell you a lot of the other stories because that would mean. I would have to give you things that I know in confidence. So in this particular case, this client really needed a sign. She was in a really difficult place and she needed it from um, the other side. And I said, you know what? You need. I know the, that you're getting the signs, but you're not accepting them because they're not specific enough. So you need to pick a sign. And so she picked a dragonfly, which is a great sign because dragonflies are a conduit to the other side of the veil, but she just picked that one out of the moon. She said, but so she said a dragonfly. So we had our next call and I said, did you get your sign? Or maybe I contacted her. I can't remember, but she was like, no, it's not. I'm not getting my sign. I'm like, I know you have gotten your sign already and you're not seeing it. And she was like, no, I haven't. I hung up the phone with her took my kids to something that they were going to, came home, and there was a dragonfly flying around my front door. So I texted her and I'm like, look, you're not seeing your sign, so they're sending them to me. And I'm telling you, I'm staring at a dragonfly, and I know that you're seeing them. So, you know, a couple of days pass, and we have another call. 
And I said, did you get your sign? And, and at that point also, I should say, I said, you need to tell them like your guides to like, that it needs to be super obvious because you're missing it. She's like, okay. And I set that intention for her too. I was like, listen, you need to like put this in her face because she is missing the versions of the signs that you're sending her because I'm sure it was coming easy and she expected it to come hard. Well, sure enough, when I had the next call with her, I said, did you get your sign? And she was laughing and she was like, you're not going to believe it, but I'm in my garage and a dragonfly literally slams into my head, like comes flying straight at me and hits me in the forehead. So I'm positive she was getting dragonflies before that, but because she got even more specific and said, make it super obvious. She might've even said, make it like hit me in the face. She got that. And you know, that's, that's how this world actually works. It's super easy and we make it super hard. So, and I'm raising my hand right alongside you. There's no judgment here. I think we have all places that we do this. And I think the more magical, the more purpose-filled something is, the more potential for magic it, it, that's included with it, which makes it hard to believe in. And yet believing in the magic, believing in the miracles is what makes it easy and, and really makes the path so much less scary. And so my question that I want to put to you today, which really comes from my friend, Sherry Teigman, is what would it take for you to allow it to be easy? And can you make space for that version of yourself? I am not going to pressure you. But do it. Do it today. I really want you to do it today because I think this question holds so much wisdom for each of us. And hey, if you come up with an answer or even more questions, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email, patty at pattylennon.com or drop on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash patty a Lennon or our Facebook group, Wealth and Purpose. We're always, it's a free Facebook group. We're always having conversations like this. I would love to hear from you. Or even just talk about this with someone you love, because I think this is a conversation we could all benefit from. I know hearing Sherry just put the question to me gave me so much space for it to become easier and the potential for all of us to experience more magic and more love and more peace and more ease is there. And that's what I wish for you. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I will be back to you next week here. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.